You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, and welcome to the New Day of Hope broadcast. Thank you so much, my friends, for joining us on this broadcast. We pray and trust that God will bless you through the teaching and preaching of his word. Our scripture portion is coming from John chapter 6, verses 16 through 21. And I'll be reading to you from the New Living Translation. And it begins, That evening, Jesus' disciples went to the shore to wait for him. But as darkness fell and Jesus still hadn't come by, they got into the boat and headed across the lake toward Capernaum. Soon a gale swept down upon them and the sea grew very rough. They had rowed three or four miles when suddenly they saw Jesus walking on the water toward the boat. They were terrified, but he called out to them, Don't be afraid, I am here. Then they were eager to let him in the boat and immediately they arrived at their destination. So our topic for today is finding peace in the midst of the storm. Finding peace in the midst of the storm. There are storms in life that comes to each of us. So every one of us at one time or another will encounter a storm and no one knows what a day may bring forth. That's what we just saw in John chapter 6 verses 16 to 21. The Lord Jesus was with his disciples ministering in Galilee. The disciples boarded a boat to sail to the other side of the Sea of Galilee and a storm suddenly arose. As the disciples were trying to row through the storm, they saw Jesus walking on the water coming towards them and they were afraid. Do you know that there are 365 days in a year and there are 365 verses about do not be afraid or fear not. So the devil is the sinister or he's the minister of fear. But our Lord tells us not to be afraid because sooner or later we will find ourselves in a storm. So in today's study, we will show you how to find peace in the midst of the storm. You see, peace is not the subtraction of problems from life. Peace is the addition of power to meet those problems. We are governed by his providence. In Matthew 14 verse 22, Jesus said to his disciples to get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. So what happened to the disciples on that day was not happenstance, nor was it a mistake. It was Jesus who instructed them to do so. It was not something that should have been avoided. The storm did not take Jesus by surprise. If the Lord Jesus can walk upon water, he can certainly read and forecast the weather. You know, sometimes the weatherman says it will rain or today will be a beautiful day, but then the opposite happens. So only Jesus can predict what will take place in a day. This storm and the situation were not incidental. It was providential. It was ordained to be that way. The Lord Jesus told the disciples to get into the ship. It was Jesus who sent them into the storm. It may be that God had engineered your storm, whatever storm you might be going through. He might be the one who 
indicated for you to go through that storm to see what will happen in the end. If he has not engineered it, then he has allowed it because God is over everything. Psalms 107, 24 to 25 says, They see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep, for he commands and raises a stormy wind which lifts up the waves of the sea. So here we see that he commands things to happen. So God is the master of the winds and the waves. It is a shadow theology that claims we will have smooth sailing on the sea of life if we are in the will of God. No, just because you're a child of God does not exempt you from trouble because he said that in this world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer because he has overcome the world and he is with us in everything that we may go through. You see, in this life, we will know sickness, sorrow, disappointment, death, and separation. In this life, we will have difficulty, but we can know that God's providence is over it all. God's wonderful plan is in effect. Jesus constrained the disciples to get into the storm. They were in the storm because of the providence of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I trust that this program is going to be a blessing to you. So first of all, we see that I am growing by God's plan. We are growing by the plan of God. Let me read what Psalms 4 and verse 1. It says, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have relieved me in my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. That's a great song. Now, God's plan is not to indulge us, but his plan is to enlarge us, enlarge my territory, broaden my horizon. That's what God wants to do in our lives. We have a tendency to grow more in the storms of life than we do during times of sailing, when things are going well. You have money in your pocket. You have food on your table. You have clothes and you have a good place to sleep. We have the tendency to think, well, we have arrived and all is well and we do not need God. But that's a lie from the pit of hell. In the Bible, we read of correcting storms and we read also read of perfecting Storms. Watch this now. Because Jonah was in a correcting storm when he was in the belly of the great fish. Jonah was out of the will of God and was running from God when God sent a correcting storm. That's why my brothers and my sisters, my dear friends, we have to be careful. We have to pray that we stay in the will of God every day of our lives. And so often we stray away from the will of our God. Now, we see that the disciples were not outside of the will of God. They were in a storm because they were in the will of God. It doesn't mean that because you are in God's will, you wouldn't go through for troubles and trials. You will have moments of testing. You will be tried. We will be tested. They were in the storm because they were obeying Jesus. And that is a very good thing for us to practice every day, obeying the voice of the Lord, obeying the word of the Lord. That's how our own lives will be changed and will be transformed. Now, Jesus wanted them to grow. Faith is developed in the storm. 
That's when we learn to trust the Lord. It is in the storm where we grow and become more like the Lord Jesus Christ himself. It's in the storm, I say. We grow and we become more like the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And we have to grow in grace, the Bible tells us, and in the knowledge of Christ. One way for us to grow is to study the word of the Lord. One way for us to grow is to practice the word of the Lord, talk about the word of the Lord, hide the word of the Lord in our hearts. And that's how we are going to grow in grace and in the knowledge of Christ. Amen. So in order to find peace in the midst of the storm, we must remember that we are graced by his prayers. That's John 6 verse 17. It says, Now when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into the boat, and went over the sea toward Capernaum, and it was already dark, and Jesus had not come to them. So we see when the disciples entered the ship, Jesus was not with them. He was on a mountaintop praying. So that tells me, when we're going through the storm, we must be praying. We must be in prayer. Sometimes you have people to pray for you, but you have to pray for yourself. Matthew 14 verse 23 says that, And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. So there are times you have to get away from people. You have to spend time with him all by yourself and get to God in prayer. We should not think that Jesus had forsaken us because we cannot see him. He may not be with us in bodily form, but he is very much aware of us. In Mark 6, 47 to 48, Jesus saw the disciples toiling and rowing. He sees us as well. He went apart to a mountain to pray. So it doesn't matter what you're going through. He knows everything about us. He saw right through the darkness. He saw the disciples, what they were doing. They could not see him, but he saw them and he sees us just as well. Jesus prays for us. That's a good thing to know that Jesus is praying for me. We are on his prayer list. And that's a good thing. He will never forget to mention us to his father. He knows us by name and he calls us by name. The Bible says that he ever lives to make intercession for us. And you can find that in Hebrews 7 and verse 25. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we've been talking about growing by God's plan. We talked about grace by his prayers. Now let's look at gladdened by his presence. Gladdened by his presence. I mean, if you are in the presence of the Lord and your heart is not glad, then something is radically wrong with you. So in John chapter 6 and verse 20, we read that earlier in, in the study. But he said to them, watch this. It is I, do not be afraid. It is I, do not be afraid. The disciples had been out on the sea for six agonizing hours. Now, that's a, a long time to be on the, on the water. So the question would be, why didn't Jesus come to them sooner? Why did he wait? And so Jesus came in, according to Mark chapter 6 and verse 48, Jesus came in the fourth watch of the night, which is between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., the darkest hour 
of the night. They say that the darkest hour of the night is the one just before dawn. It seems as though Jesus had forgotten them, but it was really the disciples who had forgotten him. Oh, we have to be careful that we do not forget God because, you know, there's a song that says, if we forget God, Satan will know. And we do not want Satan to know that we forget God. You cannot afford to forget God, my friends, because all of my help is coming from the Lord. Glory be to our God. Well, praise the Lord. You know, my friends, we never want to bring a broadcast to a close without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Today, I want to let you know that you can find peace in the midst of your storm because Jesus is the Prince of of peace. Amen. Father God, we just want to thank you for today. We thank you for your words, oh God. Remind us that no matter what we're going through, that we have peace in you and we have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. We pray for each listener, oh God, that you'll bless them and you'll strengthen them. Encourage them, oh God. We pray in Jesus' name and those who have never trusted you, that they will come to know you, whom to know is life eternal. Amen. And if this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we encourage you to reach out to us at newdeafopatlanta at gmail.com. Once again, that's newdeafopatlanta at gmail.com. So until then, God be with you. God.